Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 161 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. My name is Chamberlain, the laziest person in the blogosphere slash podcast arena. My site does not update, nor do I get the podcast up on time. I swear it was not my fault. I swear. I swear. You say that. I do say that. <laughs> Chance is here of the games of Chance at blogspot.com. His chance is about Overwatch and updates almost daily. It's not just about Overwatch. It's also about music you've never heard of. I had no idea who that person was who you posted right? today. Wasn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, I'd never heard of this woman, and then, like, you know, she starts... And she's awesome. <laughs> she, she starts singing, and I'm like, yeah, she's got a good voice. And then you start noticing how she's playing, it's like, holy oh. shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where Chuck Berry learned it from. <laughs> Oh my god. Everybody is stolen. Everything is stolen from something else. It's just how it is. Alex is, Alex is also here of dailycrackbot.blogspot.com. Yes. Alex, are you still sleeping on your bird schedule? Kind of going yeah. to bed early? Early to bed, early to rise? 12 hours on, 12 hours off. I'm sleeping like 10 hours a day for a week. I don't hate it. Wow. 10 hours a day, man. You kind of hate you a little right now. Yeah, it, it's like I just kept doing it. It's like, hey, we could do this every day. You just, you know, got to, you know, get a lot of errands done at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just sleep as much as we can and see how we feel. And we feel pretty good. I can't, I, I would, wouldn't mind sleeping for 10 hours on the weekend, but after laying down for more than seven or eight, I just got to start to get so stiff that I wake up. See, just I like, just, I, it's, it's like chocolate. Once you have one, you got to have more and you got to <laughs> have all you can possibly have. <laughs> I or else, have- what was the point? I can have enough time to sleep, but if I were to go to bed at 6, I would wake up at 3 in the morning. Yeah, see, that used to be my problem. I don't know what's going on. Like, I used to, like, clench my teeth, too. I'd wake up at 3 and couldn't sleep, but for some reason, you know, I just, I don't know. I, just I, I, can, I, I can identify what's changed. Well, I have you're, a much less stressful job, though. You're lousy with good vibrations, son. Yeah, I got good vibes. Yeah, and I made sure I had good vibes before I got a pet, and the pet is picking up on those vibes, and we're just, you know, we got a good thing. Yeah. I suppose, because bringing a pet home to a stressful household, you're just going to have a stressed out pet. Nah, I feel like this is the quietest place it's ever been, and it loves it. You're in an echo chamber of positivity now. Yeah. Well, when he stops squeaking, he stopped biting. Let's see if he can get to the stop squeaking part. Give him time. Give oh, him time. man, he's, it's, it's, it's like a squeak toy with hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> So I played about two hours of Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, so we're in the is is the stress test or the beta? What they, what they uh, this was the private stress test. I just on a whim sent an email to register for it and got in for some reason. So I downloaded it and I played two different sessions. Um, only three characters: Baraka, uh, Scarlet, and Scorpion. But the point is, it's a, it's a network stress test. I thought there were um, four. Only three in this. The, the 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 closed beta coming up for pre-orders at the end of the month will have those three and um, two more. I forget who they are, but they'll have a grand total of five. Um, anyway, um, first initial reaction is, my gosh, this is the best-looking fighting game I have ever seen. Really? It's just amazing. Now, we are comparing this to Arc System Works. Yes, I am. Okay. Well, okay, here's the thing. It's in, it's much, much different styles. Yes, no. Arc System Works is like you're watching this incredibly well-done anime playing out in front of you. Um, I, I'm of the opinion that the Guilty Gear XR looks better, better than Dragon Ball Fighters, just because I'm not a huge fan of Dragon Ball. But they're, they're a similar style, the kind of cel- cel-shaded 3D graphics. Whereas this is going for 
realism, you know, quote unquote realism. In the, in the fantasy world of. Yes, people. exactly. And it gets it. The animations are better than what Nether Realms has done in the past. The characters are huge on the screen and they're super detailed. Everything runs smoothly. The backgrounds are full of stuff going on. It just looks really good. The particle effects are cool. The lighting is cool. It just, it looks really good. And it's Unreal, right? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Unreal 4. Um, And I was, due to my current lack of man cave, playing on Wi-Fi, which is never good for fighting games. And the netcode was really good. Whoa. Better than Street Fighter V, which isn't saying a whole lot. Um, not as good as Killer Instinct, which is the best netcode for any fighting game that I've ever played. But it was really good. I mean, it was playable and responsive on Wi-Fi, hmm. which is a huge barrier right there. I mean, it, it worked. It was really cool. Now, as far as the actual game itself goes, it's difficult for me to give up much reaction to that because it was only a couple of hours. I didn't have practice room. I didn't have my character. So I was like fumbling around with Scorpion for a while. Um, It feels like Mortal Kombat, but heavier. Did you pull off the fatality where he bisects a guy? Uh, No, I don't think his fatality fatality was in there. The only fatality I saw anybody pull off was one of Scarlet's. Hmm. Um, But I did pull off just like random brutality where I, I finished a match with an uppercut, and the uppercut took the guy's head and spine off, and it kind of fell on the ground. Which, <laughs> As it should. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't it at that point? So it, it's, it does feel like Mortal Kombat. It just feels like Mortal Kombat gains some weight. But which like isn't really a weight. bad thing. Yeah, it is. It's kind of muscle weight, because a lot of, a lot of the hits are, are really, really impactful. They've got that crunch. Um, and they've completely given up on, on moves not looking like they should kill you every time you get hit. Any normal human being hit by any of these things would die immediately. Um, you've got these... So these... the game with babalities is not focused on realism? No, okay. not at all. Okay. I mean, there, there, there are moves, there are, um, moves where you're clearly shattering bones or bending limbs the wrong way, and they just get up and they're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I don't care, it's Mortal Kombat. It's supposed to be silly. Yeah, but so... uh, two questions. Are babalities back and is Kratos? Babalities is not back in Kratos. They have not announced any guest characters uh-huh. yet. Guest characters won't be for a season or two. I mean, you, Mortal Ka- MKX had three seasons of characters, and by the end you had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Alien and uh, Jason. And Jason was really good, actually. Um, so they won't announce guest characters for a couple of seasons. They're going to get all the normal stuff out, you know, and then they'll start soaking you for more later on. Um, but I mean, impressions were good. It was fun. Uh, I will, I will purchase it. I will play the single player. I'll go online briefly and probably never touch it again. But uh, I, I was pleased with the hour or two I got to play with it. And oddly enough, I actually won more than I lost, which Ooh. is really weird. And it's only because I blocked. <laughs> I mean, we were at hour, we were like hour one and hour two of the thing existing, and like people weren't blocking. I'm like, I'm just gonna jump kick you until you start to block, and then when you block, I'm gonna sweep. I mean, I'm gonna play like normal, everyday, boring stuff until you actually start blocking, and people weren't. So, this is already way more positive than anything I heard about Anthem. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, they are being very, very responsive to what people are saying. Like a lot of people, like like prominent streamers like Maximilian and um, Echo or no, Sonic Fox were saying that 
You're, the dashes suck. The dashes are too slow. The the, the dashes being slow is, is handcuffing our creativity on, on what we can kind of do combos wise. And on they, they did they did a combat cast today where they went through Kotal Khan, who was the, who was just announced, and Ed Boon was on there, and he's like, yeah, you know what? We we hear you. Here's our new dash speed, and they show it, and the dash speed was like twice as fast, hmm. allowing which allow them to open up more combos for things. So they're listening and and reacting appropriately. Nether Realms does have a habit of of patching almost too quickly. Like the game will come out and something will be broken, and they'll patch it immediately, as opposed to letting it kind of live. And maybe it's not as bad as you thought. Hmm. So, I mean, right now the game isn't even out, so make all the changes you want. But once the game comes out, you need to let it kind of gestate for a couple of months before you go about trying to fix anything. Because what's broken on day one may be passe on month three. So they, 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 they have to let it sit for a while before they actually try to fix anything. Speaking of new hero Overwatch Hero Baptiste. <laughs> hey. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But, uh, but yeah, it was like I myself was freaking out a little bit after the first night with Baptiste. But we'll get to that. Uh, so that's my MK11. Reaction. I have not pre-ordered it yet. I will pre-order it so I can get in on the beta. Uh, Cabal was the other one who's going to be in the uh, closed beta for pre-orders, which is on the 28th. Uh, I know I'm going to buy it. I might as well pre-order it, and I'll check out Cabal and see what's going on with that. Uh, but they still have not announced Katana, and I'm getting a little yeah. nervous that she's going to be DLC. Apropos of nothing, I just finished downloading Sekiro. Actually, so did I. Yeah, it launches and... in three hours. Yeah. Oh, you staying up? Yeah. <laughs> I've uh, I've slept enough. <laughs> Chance, this is your Friday. Are you staying up? In fact, I am. <laughs> like Once... even like the the tepid previews sound like something I'm gonna love the fuck out of. I have gone almost totally dark on it, and I started reading. The word is good. I started reading Kotaku's. Uh, Kotaku had an article that was just about impressions. The, pra- yeah. the practice dummy. It wasn't even impressions. It was about the yeah. practice dummy. I didn't read the impressions article because they've said they've spent 30 hours playing it. I don't want to hear about the first 30 hours. And then they know. said they want to play like at least 40 more. I'm like, yo, I'm done. Um, so I went into the, I went into the article where they're talking about how great the practice dummy is. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, there's a practice dummy at the beginning. Let's find out. And then they start describing, I, first of all, the shit I didn't even know that there's a hub. Like, I, I don't need to know that shit. And I like, there he's talking about how beautiful the hub is and all the natural beauty and everything. And I'm like, fuck, I wanted to experience that for myself. So no, well, I haven't. I mean, I knew about Majula before Dark Souls 2 came out and that didn't really affect me. No, but this is, this is the one, this is the one from software game that I have just intentionally gone dark on. Yeah. I've, I've watched like, I think well, there three hasn't trailers been and that's hardly it. anything out about it. There's been some gameplay. There's been a lot of good, big, thick gameplay chunks that you could check out if you want. Oh, yeah. To. Like yeah. an and opening just... boss and another thing. Yeah, and I specifically didn't. Like, you didn't even see the boss do anything. You just saw him show up. Yeah, I don't need to see that. Yeah. I want to, I want to see it for the first time, like you see it in Dark Souls game. Like, I'd I wanna, already I seen... want to walk into a room and think this room is too big to fight a normal enemy and wham! Goddamn! <laughs> I had already, I knew like four times what I knew about Dark Souls 3 that I know about this, and that's, I still love that game. Yeah, but, okay, I'm not saying you've played out. through it so many times. Yeah. Chance wants the organic discovery of like a new game. Yeah. I feel not like that's the... overrated, because you're ever, you're only going to experience that once. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, it's, you, it is you, good. You never forget your first Bloodborne run. It's been a long time since From Software's made anything, too. What are you talking about? Like, it's been like three and a half years. Dark Souls 3 was not three and a half years ago. Oh, it totally was. No, it was Dark Souls 3 after Bloodborne? 
Yes. Yeah. The oh. year after. It's okay. like 2015, 2016. 2016. Okay. Never and mind. This is 2019. It feels like so three two and a half years, years at least. Mar- March 24th, 2016. Exactly three years. Exactly oh. three years. Okay. I really thought it had been two. Huh. But you know, I definitely have the preload. But it just, if I love them so much, it feels like longer. So I will I will tune into your blog tomorrow for the hot takes on Sunday. I'm going to learn so much about oh, posture. The, the, the podcast to, or the, the blog post tomorrow is the podcast. Oh, that's right. Mm. Okay. Whew. We'll give us that. Assuming I get it actually up this evening. Yeah. Well, assuming it lets you. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, in, uh, in all truth, it was late because I couldn't even get the stuff downloaded from Cast. Yeah, no, it was, it was it's the system that we used to record the podcast, which is an online system. It's a cloud God, system. It was a nightmare. Yeah. And uh, unlike Microsoft's and Google's promise, the power of the cloud can let you down. Yeah, yes, like, it can. Uh, so. Jim's doing all the work. I'm just sitting here eating pretzels, going, "Oh no, fuck, oh man." Yeah, that sounds like I took a lot of. Effort. And I'm like sending more and more upset emails, getting more yeah. pissed, and yeah, they're like, like, you, like, he's getting more and more frustrated. I'm sending shit like, "Man, everything will be cool in the morning. Just sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah. It'll be fine." And I wake up in the morning, and it's not fine. I'm like, "God damn it!" He said it'd be fine. <laughs> I, felt, I actually felt kind of bad about that. <laughs> um, so aside from NK11, I want to talk about two other little games that I've been playing. Um, and actually, I want to talk about little touches in these games that make them. Um, and it's, again, New Super Mario Bros. Wii U, Boo. which I actually am enjoying, Ooh. and Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. Okay, before which, you get into this, okay, I just want to say that I had a friend walk up to me at work the other day. Mm. And the only games that this friend and I play have played the same game is Overwatch. Okay. I, I recommended Overwatch. She loves playing Soldier. So I pointed out to her when like a little, uh, when like a, a Soldier, uh, uh, what are they called? Funko Pop became available. Yeah. And then her, her wife went out and bought her the Funko Pop. So, and every now and then when I have like a really cool video, I'll show it to her. So she storms up to my desk today. She goes, so I'm playing Mario Brothers Deluxe. And I think she's talking about, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and I just, I just, I'm not having any fun with it. Like, it really doesn't feel good to play. I'm like, oh, really? She goes, yeah, like, the controls are weird. I go, well, see, I just went with, like, Donkey Kong or Bowser, and then you just, you can power slide around every corner. She goes, what are you talking about? And I go, what are you talking about? <laughs> she goes, Mario. I go, okay, is this like a three-dimensional Mario where you're running around a 3D world, or is it like a 2D side-scroller? She goes, 2D side-scroller. I go, you're playing new Super Mario Wii U Deluxe. She goes, yes. I go, okay, that's a shitty game. She goes, yes. <sighs> See, It's just I'm not interesting. It's just not I'm interesting having, to her and me. But I'm on. having fun with it because it just feels like a traditional, normal platformer. But what I want to talk about is this little touch that... I laugh about every time it happens. Okay. So the music has got this little lilting, like, nah, 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 and then every once in a while it's got a little stinger, like, pop, pop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, between verses. And every time that happens, any enemies on the screen Stop do a little dance, dance yeah. in time. That little uh, pop, pop. I love it. That is really nice. <laughs> it is cool. Um, and then I'm also playing a new, the new Monster Boy. No. I, okay. I played, okay, the last Monster Boy was actually like a reskin of the old Master System game. Yes, and so it played like an old, like fucking 8 bit game. Yes. Yeah. This one is actually an all new from the ground up, I believe. It's all new. Um, this is just cursed, Metroidvania. This is Cursed Kingdom, right? Cursed Kingdom, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. It, it's a Met- Metroidvania, and it's, it's, I believe it's all new. It doesn't feel like a Netboy 8 bit game. It feels like a modern game. Um, but it still has some weird, like, 
antiquated things, which I'll talk about in a second. But it's got a similar, just tiny touch that I love. So the whole catch with Monster Boy is that you start off as, like, one character, the boy, and then he gets, like, possessed and turned into different, animal, different animals, and you unlock different animals as you go. And the first animal you unlock is the pig. And the pig is terrible for combat. He's got a very short attack. He can't use any weapons, but he can use magic. And he's just kind of, you can tell that Monster Boy himself, Jin is his name, is not happy to be this pig. He doesn't like being the pig because he, he doesn't have a jump, he has no attack, it's just annoyed. So, the duck animation is the pig laying down on his stomach on one arm, looking annoyed and blinking twice. And it sounds small, but it is hilarious. <laughs> So I'm like, I duck and I laugh at it. I, I call my son, I'm like, boy, come look at this. And he looks at it and he laughs at it. And I call my daughter over who's 16 and she doesn't care about anything. I'm like, look at this ducking animation. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, watch the pig duck. And he ducks and she laughs about it. So it's just somehow it's got this wonderful little touch to it that is hilarious. Now, the game itself is a Metroidvania that suffers from incredibly widely spaced out checkpoints and much more difficult combat than you'd expect. <laughs> uh, plus, it has it commits the cardinal sin of having puzzle areas okay. filled with things that'll kill you. Ooh. So it's like, here's this puzzle area. You have to figure out where to jump and what to do and what order to do these also, things. Also, you're in. about to die. Look out. Yeah, and also you've got these ghosts that do three hearts of damage when you hit you. Oh, God. And if you die, you're like two minutes away, three minutes away. <laughs> so... I've I've almost quit the game like three times. <laughs> yeah. So like um like are you you're, are you still locked into the pig at this point? No 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 I've got all really locked up. I think I'm in the the last third of the game because oh, I've got okay. I've got the pig the snake the dragon, and the lion and the frog. Now can you can you transform between the forms at will or you got to like go to a house to do? No it now you what's yeah what's different in this one is you can transform between them at will. Oh, okay. Which makes exploration much. easier easier because you're like early in the game you're running across something like hey i can't reach this it's underwater you know when you unlock the frog you're like okay i, I know i saw this i'm gonna go back and get this treasure chest because i have the frog now you don't have to like run around and find the frog you know, find the place to change you can just hit r2 it brings up a wheel menu and you change okay. the other nice thing is at like less than the halfway point you get a weapon that allows you to teleport to any quick any any fast travel area from anywhere good so it's it's a big enough world that this saves a ton of time. Okay, so two questions. Mm-hmm. Um, does the exploration feel good? Like, does it feel rewarding? It does, because there's shit everywhere. And does the platforming feel good? No. No. Oh, no. The platforming feels feels okay. It, it, the problem is, is that visually, it's very similar to the Rayman games. Okay. And Rayman games are not Metroidvanias, but this makes me want a new Rayman game. <laughs> yeah, I I liked Legends. It wasn't as good, but it, I I want more of those. I liked them both. I thought well, they were it, both a lot of fun. Yeah, they were. They were. Um, and then the combat is just kind of there. The combat's just kind of there. Hmm. So, so then, what's 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 the reason to play this? Over? Because it's a Metroidvania that is accessible. Mm. It's not a super difficult Metroidvania I most of the time. Yeah, it's Hollow Knight, I trust. More or less, yes. Mm. Of that. Hmm. More or less, yes. At that point, um, it's it's a Metroidvania able to make progress in for the most part without tearing my hair out. Although I spent a good three hours tearing in the volcano area because eleven-year-olds are playing this game, man. 
Yeah, I am not good at video games. <laughs> you know what needs a port on the current genre, at the very least the Switch? What was that one where you're like in like a techno base? It came out on Xbox One. Oh, yeah, yeah, Shadow. Shadow uh, Complex. Complex, yeah. Yeah, yeah man, that game Shadow, was really good. Shadow Complex should be on Switch, man. You're right. It, it did get an Xbox One kind of soft reboot. I mean, people, were, people were like, ooh, ooh, Shadow Complex 2, and it never happened. But yeah, Shadow Complex, I, think, man, I, I miss Twisted Pixel. I think I got a PlayStation mm-hmm. port at some point. It might have, but now that Microsoft and Sony and, and Nintendo are like buddy buddy, which we'll get to in headlines. Yeah, sounds like a easy alliance against mm-hmm. uh, Sony. Coalition of the willing. Yeah, or the desperate. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Alex, Nintendo, what, but, the, but Nintendo's not desperate at all. But we'll get to it. Yeah. Nintendo's not desperate at all. But why would they pass up something like this? Yeah. If they have no reason to say no. And all this oh. means is everyone's going to try to make better games. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, that's fine. That mm. we win. Well, except yep. Microsoft, as usual. Well, Microsoft. they really did it to themselves. They, they're you, once you got Halo, you have to keep trying. Then they had Gears. Keep try, try harder than Gears. Gears. Try harder than another mood shooter. Gears is better than Gears is better than Halo. Let's... Don't say that too loudly. Gears is better than Halo. <laughs> I haven't played like the last four Halos, so I can't really speak to that. I the, uh, the story in ODST was pretty good. I but I just mostly watched my friends by like that. the first two hours. The story in Reach is better than all the other ones. As far as Halo games go, they can't make a Halo series because there's no Halo story. I said it. Here's Master Chief. I, do, I don't disagree. Here's Master just Chief. adopt the books. The books are terrible too. Shh, shh, shh. Stop. <laughs> just let them do Foundation or something. They could make Fall of Reach into a movie. They could. But they're not doing that. They, they ha- it has to be Master Chief, the famously unpersonable hero. Yeah, Master Chief is a waste of space. He's not a good hero. Yeah. Marcus Phoenix is a million times better than Master Chief. What are you doing? Finishing the fight. No, you're going AWOL. We're going to court-martial your ass. <laughs> you don't just get to do that. When no, your like... suit costs as much as an entire starfighter, yeah, yeah. then yes, you do get to do that. <laughs> no, see, Mar- Marcus Phoenix is a character. Master Chief mm-hmm. is, is the player. That's the difference. This is yeah. true. Yeah, Master Chief might as well be Gordon Freeman. Exactly. Which Gordon we'll get to as well. I, I still love that joke. Yeah, I don't believe that for a moment. Neither do I. Neither yeah, oh, do I. wait five years? Yeah, yeah. Well then, well, then he'll be dead and no one will care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, what is uh, what has Alex been playing? Alex has been playing DMC. Oh, the, the new one the new or, or DMC? DMC. DMC. Oh. 2013. Okay. Uh, That's a good one. Holy yeah, crap, yeah. that holds up. Yes, it does. Uh, yeah. My yeah. God, that is a fun game. And yeah. like, I'm looking at Steam, and it's just all like, yeah, yeah, it's real good. It's like mm-hmm. it has a nine out of ten. Like even like the I dislike the art style. However, blah, 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 I appreciate. Yeah, no, those were the best bosses you played in the last six years. That's right. And mm-hmm. this, you, you, this combat yeah. system is amazing and mm-hmm. fluid and beautiful and and easy to pick up and hard to master and everything in between. It's wonderful. Yeah, like the, the the opening like monkey demon fight, the uh, Bill O'Reilly fight, the <laughs> the um the demon baby fight, like the, the I, fuck. I, I've not seen these. T- I've forgotten these these fights. And when I play them, like, oh yeah, these haven't been topped yet. Uh, I, I, I mean, like, except for the dragon in God of War, that demon okay, baby all, is the unsettling. Dragon, the dragon in God of War was not a great boss fight. That's what I'm saying. What, 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 what did we? What that's, were you thinking about? That's the only um, boss fight. The that's good. 
Hmm? Oh, right. Figure, yeah, yeah, okay. I think I think there's a lot of bosses we could pull from the Soul series that would hold up to anything. Right, and but like the story doesn't to be, really... To be honest, some of the fights in uh, in the new Devil May Cry are really quite good. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Did you finish it? No, God, no. Oh. I haven't even unlocked, unlocked Dante. Oh, jeez. Well, so you've been playing more mostly Overwatch? Yeah, I'm afraid yeah. so. Like, I... I I've uh, a game to me. A game was sent to me for review, and I'm going to review it. And the person who sent it to me for a review is not going to be happy about it. Mm. <laughs> um, but I can't me. talk about that yet because it's under embargo. Um, so yeah, like uh, Baptiste came out on Tuesday, and uh, the first night I was pissed off. I was pissed off because what Baptiste has is he's got this thing he can throw out that it, it's like a little generator that floats in the air. I'm sorry, Alex, you were talking about DMC, and we just steamrolled right past it. Oh, I don't have that much to say. Like, if you've played, if you haven't played it, play it. Um, I think the story holds up better than... It's not great. The dialogue sucks. But, like, there are some really good story beats that I like. The story is better than any Devil May Cry game, period. Oh, yeah, by a mile. But it's still pretty corny, and there's still mm-hmm. some lines that they should have worked on. But, like, the guy who plays Mundus is fantastic. Fantastic. The guy who plays Mundus is fantastic. The guy who plays Dante does a really good job. Yeah. Like all the whole voice cast is ex- is excellent. Uh, that one scene where like um the witch girl is in reality and you're in limbo and he has to coach her invisibly like how to be taken by the secret police and not die. That was really good. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I completely forgotten about it. Yeah. Like he like he shows her how to kneel the right way and how to say you're not armed and it was really good. Hmm. I, the only other thing I remember but like, beyond loving the combat and being fairly impressed with the story was that it was weird that Ninja Theory, of all developers, who had done such an interesting job with female characters in Heavenly Sword and um, Enslaved Odyssey to the West, or Journey to the West, went so ass-backwards on female yeah. presentation of DMC. And let's not get into it, but it's really problematic how they treat mm-hmm. women in that game. It's the, really, uh, plastic. Unusual, really unusual for yeah. that developer. The Plastic Lady, while a threat... Needed a lot of work. Well, not just them, but but your your companion girl too. Yeah, she wasn't as bad as I remember, but she's still not great. It's not that she's not great; it's that she's defined by sexual assault. That's uh, that's yeah, her big I dark I secret. That. I think I skipped that part. Yeah, no, it's it was hugely disappointing. Uh, anyway, but she isn't. She is like like what, her like big kidnapping scene is actually her getting intel on how to get in, back into Munis's place. I thought that was a nice little spin on that. Like she was, while she's being interrogated, she was taking notes. You know, you know what I still remember about that that area where you spawn in and it's the entire world, but upside down and it's raining. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, oh my uh, god, that's the amazing. Bill O'Reilly's uh, secret prison. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking amazing. See, I, I still want the Heavenly Sword too. I know that that game does not hold. Yeah. Up. No, the the combat in Heavenly Sword was never any good, even at the uh, time. But still, it was. I don't know. Enslaved also looked pretty rough. Um, um, no, Enslaved was really good looking, I thought. Yeah. But like, uh, like the, 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 the actual platform looked pretty light and not very it, fun. No, it was, it was smooth. It was fine. It was, yeah. it was like the platforming in, um, I'm trying to think of a good example. It was kind of like the platforming in Tomb Raider, but that's not quite good enough. Cause like, it's really, it's really point to point. Uh, Prince of Persia 2008 is probably a better mm, example. Okay. Of platforming okay. In, yeah. Yeah. Enslaved. And the combat in Enslaved was, you know, it was... Stylish looking, but combat. Yeah, it was stylish looking, but not fun. Yeah, it was not really impactful. Well, Admittedly, I really like um, uh, what's his face's Brooklyn accent. 
Oh, good. Yeah, Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Yeah. I, I think he's a lot of fun when he's in that mode. Yeah. Well, now, is Andy Circus actually in DMC? Because he was in the trailer. No. God damn it. Um, no, I don't, just, think, I don't think he was on that game. I would have remembered who he played. Yeah, Ninja Theory has some splaining to do. They, they, they have some cash to make up with me after Hellblade. Well, they're owned by Microsoft now, so they're, they've got a lot right. of cash coming in. Well, it doesn't matter. If, if it's Hellblade 2, then we're not talking anymore. <laughs> like, it, it, they made a Devil May Cry game that eventually made the most hated fans eat their words. That's mm-hmm. impressive. Mm-hmm. And, they sh- and they should be respected for that. No, but let, let's keep in mind that they did it with the help of Capcom's combat designers. Did they? Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Still, they from they a were, design perspective, they were sending code to Capcom. Capcom people were going in there, sitting there, and going, "No, see, this is how a sword swing has to work." But they let yeah. they they let that criticism make the game better. Yeah, and, and they it was wonderful. It was a wonderful combat system. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still don't think it's the best in the series. But there's just such a great crunch when you kill an enemy in that game. Yes, there is. And and I, I don't think so... any game had it before. Oh no! I don't think the crunchiness when you yeah. actually punch something and everything slows down for the last enemy. Oh, it's good. Yeah, no, no, lots of games have done that. <laughs> well, not I'm talking about Devil May Cry in the past. No, I know. No, I know. But but no, like what you're talking about is the wham. Yeah. And lots of games have a good wham, and that's one of the games that has a good wham. It's a good wham. It's a really but good like, wham. It, yeah, but like yeah. in comparison to the game. All right, anyway. 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 Yeah. So Baptiste. Baptiste. Baptiste is the new support here in Overwatch. He has a hit scan gun that fires 75 damage per round, and it fires one round every 0.8 seconds. So it fires four rounds in about four or three rounds in about four seconds, evens out to about 110 damage per second, which is not great. But once you're headshotting, it is great, <laughs> and it is about the same damage per second as a tracer can do if she's landing body shots. Um. He also fires grenades that heal for 60 damage every 0.8 seconds, so that's about 70 dam- or 70 heals per second. He's got a burst that heals for 150 over the course of 5 seconds, and he can jump super high in the air. After a wind-up, his jump requires him to crouch for like 3 seconds if you want to get the full height. And then once you hit jump, there's another wind-up animation, and then he goes flying into the air. It leaves him incredibly vulnerable. I was going to say, you get a shot doing that. <laughs> That's right. So so it's, so it's I really thought he was going to be a bit more jukey than he is. It's really about repositioning itself. It's not really about mobility in the middle of a fight. Okay. Um, you can't use it to juke anything. So And he's got the immortality field. The immortality field hangs there in the air. Its generator hangs there in the air above the heads of any enemy. And in a circle about, I don't know, about as wide as a Ryan shield, uh, anyone in there can only be brought down to 25, 20% health. They cannot be killed as long as the generator is active. Generator lasts for 8.5 seconds. Cooldown is 20 seconds. And the cooldown begins as soon as he throws the generator. Okay. Thus, unless the enemy team kills that thing, it can potentially be up for 42% of the match. That his team is literally unkillable. Forty-two percent of the just match. Just stick that on a bastion of the choke. That his team is literally unkillable. <laughs> now, so here, here's the issue. The counterplay to this is simple as pie. Shoot the generator. That's yeah. it. Shoot the generator. It's standing still. It's not going to dodge, uh, unless it's got like a shield in front of it. But even then, like y- you can hit that fucking generator. Night one, I could hit the generator. 
But when I'm a tracer on my own trying to shoot the generator, I have to get, like, inside the circle where everyone's immortal and not really scared of anything. Mm-hmm. And they can see that I'm shooting the generator, and they're all shooting at me, and my team is not shooting the fucking generator. Basically, I can't do anything. I can't do anything. And he can deploy it so fast that I can blink onto a point, stick Mercy with Pulse Bomb, rewind out, and get nothing, because he deployed it and it activated before. faster than the Pulse... Before the Pulse Bomb. Oh, okay. The Pulse Bomb has a fuse time of one second. So I was pretty frustrated with Baptiste that first night, and I was prepared to say that this thing needs to get nerfed. And in fact, I still feel that its duration might be a bit much. I feel like it needs to be a skill shot and not so much of a... I don't know. This is like the lowest skill part of his kit is the highest value part of his kit. Mm. And that feels really weird to me. Um, this isn't like a mercy, uh, a mercy res where she's going to die if she fucks it up. This is just like, ha ha, fuck you. <laughs> That's all it is. It's, <laughs> because he's invincible too. Ha-ha. Yeah, it's a ha ha, fuck you to literally every problem that can be thrown at your team. Like anything, anything except maybe a bastion that's smart enough to shoot it, to shoot the generator. And so the first night, I was really not happy with Baptiste. He is actually a support that kind of counters Tracer just by the nature of the immortality field. That, like, I am good at getting that killing blow. And, and he just mm-hmm. denies me that. Last night, played him, played him, like, I won, like, 20 games last night. I did really well. Um, and last night was a completely different experience from, from Tuesday night when he, when he launched. And the difference is, people were shooting the generator. People saw, they figured it took 24 hours for the meta to advance. Yes. And, and now you're good. And now it hasn't advanced yet. It hasn't advanced to the point where the Baptists I'm fighting are actually really any good on him. Like some of them will hit me sometimes, but they're not using the boots to get, get away from me. Like okay. I, I'm locked to the ground. If I'm going to come kill you, jump away. And you better get like up and behind cover because while you're airborne, I can see your arc and I'm going to kill you. But, um, but it turns out the secret to Baptiste or dealing with a Baptiste on the enemy team, just kill him. Because <laughs> that thing's not up 24-7. And, and they're usually arrogant enough that you land a clip on him. He's going to use his healing burst thing that'll take five seconds to heal him for 150 hit points. And you just kill him. It's easy. He's just not bad. do more damage than he's healing. Mm-hmm. Quickly, get it done. That's right. That's what I'm good at. So yeah, I was really freaked out by him at first, but I got no problem with him. I can't play him. I tried. Um, I immediately dropped from level four endorsement to level three. <laughs> Took like three rounds. And then I played Tracer, and within three rounds, I was back up to level four again. I don't know. But, but yeah, it turns out I'm not very good at Baptiste. And in fact, yeah. I was healing a game last night where I switched to Anna, and things just went great all of a sudden. Hmm. Yeah. So you're better at one of the hardest characters in the game than this guy. Yes, but he, he is considered a high skill character. Okay. Like, I don't know if Tracer's actually three-star difficulty or two. I wouldn't surprise me if she was two. Um, but he's considered kind of high skill. He's kind of, he's like an Anna, where, like, you can miss his heals. He's not like Lucio, where you turn it on and people get healed, or, or Mercy, where you can't fucking miss. He's like Anna. He's, it's, you, you really have to work at it to get value with him, but let's say there's a Mercy healing your tank, and there's another tank next to that tank. Mercy can heal the one tank for 50 health per second. And then she's got to detach the beam from that tank, hook it up to the other one, start healing another tank for 50 health per second. Let's say both these tanks have 500 hit points. That's 10 seconds to heal. Wait, 20 seconds to heal two tanks to full. Mm-hmm. Baptiste grenades heal 60 health per second, and they work in an area of effect. He can immediately heal more than twice as much as Mercy. Just so it's like, sh- it's just like shoot- soldier's thing. Just shooting his gun. 
Mm. Soldier has that one, doesn't he? No, he's got. He the creates thing. a field. Yeah, he creates the field that he drops on the ground. Yeah. Um. Uh, and weirdly enough, Soldier's healing field heals more than Baptiste's burst. Baptiste has his only self heal is called a healing burst, and it's an area of effect of like five meters. You activate it, everyone gets the effect applied to them. Soldier, he drops the thing. You have to walk into the area to get healed. Yeah. But Soldier's thing heals more than Baptiste's healing burst. Hmm. Baptiste, That's a nice little balance tweak. Baptiste's grenades are potentially ridiculous in terms of they, how much they, they help, heal. Yeah. Drop yeah. that on the point or something, and they're good yeah. to go. It's like the con- it's like a combination between Anna and Moira. Like he does huge heals, and he can do them in an area of effect. It's kind of ridiculous. I guess my favorite thing to do in uh, Dragon Age Inquisition was. Uh, heal in an area of effect? Yeah, their healing grenade was the best thing in the game. <laughs> Once you found it, I didn't need anything else. <laughs> and um, and I got I got briefly internet famous. Okay. I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I thought I thought that was one of the funniest things I've ever done in Overwatch, frankly. And, and it really was. I thought it was really good. And what, what you didn't see in that in that clip was that that Ryan had had charged and killed me twice mm. prior to that clip. And then that clip actually, the story of that clip actually begins earlier. I was just hanging out back at, at the Reinhardt spawn and the May comes out of the spawn and I just walk up beside the May, put my guns up to her, start emptying the guns into her and wham, she ice blocks. And I can see the Ryan turn around to deal with me. So I just blink in the other direction, circle around the building that, that, uh, that goes, kind of goes back towards my point. And as I come around the other side of the building, May's out of her ice block. She's walking towards my people now. <laughs> So I so I blink up to me and kill her, and as I run towards a health pack, Ryan actually hits me with a fire strike from like thirty yards away. He's so pissed. He peeled for me to help his May. I got away, killed the May. So I grab a health pack, and then I go up to the high ground, and that's where the clip begins. As I leap off the high ground, land near kind of my guys, kill an Ash, turn around, and just start walking up to this Reinhardt. And I don't blink up to this Reinhardt, and I don't kind of juke back and forth like I'm trying to evade something. I just walk up to him. <laughs> and this Reinhardt is not going to let me kill another one of his supports, so he brings back the hammer and goes, Hammer! And he's using his ultimate ability on me. And I blink through him twice, and I land behind him, and he goes, Down! Wham! And he brings that hammer down on a big empty space. <laughs> where I where I was what's standing. And Reinhardt's ultimate, for the record, is, is not an ultimate that you blow on one character unless it's like a Genji ulting at your team or a Bastion ulting at your team, and you're prepared to spend your ult to shut down that single enemy's ult that could kill mm-hmm. your team. What what Reinhardt's ult is good for is for disabling an entire enemy team at once so that your team can focus fire them and instantly win a team fight. It's certainly not to be blown on a single annoying tracer, but he tried. And then <laughs> And he missed. <laughs> he missed. And he missed. And then when he turned around to see what it does, I just wave at him. And then May has come back and she tries to wall me off. So I rewind back to the other side of Reinhardt again and I go, ooh, scary, and I blink sideways out of line of sight. <laughs> and I submit Go ahead. What, what's most impressive to me is that you've got your Little vocal quotes, so, so memorized so and so memorized. Ready, that you can get them out oh. in the middle of a firefight to taunt people. Well, that is so much more devastating than a teabag. That's right. That is. In actually. fact, there was a big discussion. I've, I've been frequenting the the official Overwatch forums lately. There was a big discussion today about teabagging, and I was like, teabagging is fucking rude. Um, if you're actually proud of what you are doing with this person, then, then they're a good rival and you should treat them with respect. We are judged by the quality of our enemies. 
and disrespecting them is akin to disrespecting yourself. Additionally, if you want to disrespect someone, I guess that's okay, but don't do it by pantomiming sexual assault. What the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah. And you, I didn't say that because you can't swear on those forums, but I did point out that I have two voice lines bound to D-pad left and right. That is, you got it, and ooh, scary. <laughs> and I've got the wave on X button, so just specifically so that I can communicate with people. And I'm doing it earnestly. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to teabag this ride, but it was still devastating. But it was still funny. <laughs> yes. And, and so anyway, so long story short, that video got picked up by, um, uh, by a YouTube channel that takes a bunch of Overwatch moments and just puts them into a 10 minute video. Why 10 minutes? Because that's how long a YouTube video has to be to start making money off ads. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I, I've watched these shows. Like, every single fucking day since I started playing Overwatch early, and Rapido was the first one I subscribed to. So what this is like is it's like watching an episode of your favorite TV show, a new episode that you've never seen, and then you walk on screen and have a funny line or something. And, and it, it was it was a wonderful moment. I couldn't believe it. And, in fact, I'm going to check right now to see how many views that video has. YouTube Rapido. I couldn't tell when I watched it. Is your name actually visible anywhere in the clip? Um, I... Th- no, I mean, I'm... No, because yes, actually it is because I do a I do a kill on the ash and what's on the clip, and so you could see. Okay, my so you can you can see that, yeah. But it's, it's also there. I'm also listed like every time someone submits, uh, they're listed in the comment or she she listed in the you go to show more and then there's like the details of the video. My clip is number. Wait, she's got a link to my YouTube channel. My clip is number thirteen, submitted by David Ferber. And then there's a link to my YouTube channel. So. 134,724 people ah, have nice. have seen me bait that Ryan Shatter and Juke it. That feels pretty fucking good. That you gotta should. find that, gotta find that Ryan and send him a <laughs> send him a link to the video. <laughs> I kind of I kind of want to, and then and then actually that was part of a kill streak because it's, after I did that to the Ryan, there was a little team fight around the point, and then I blinked in, landed a pulse bomb that hit four people, instantly killed two of them. Landed a pulse bomb that hit four people, instantly killed two of them. The Moira got away, so I chase down the Moira. She's standing at a health pack, and I run up to the Moira, put it half a clip into her. She doesn't turn around. I hit her with the melee. She doesn't die. I hit her with the melee, turn around, and see the Reinhardt. Mm. The Reinhardt is about 30 yards away, and he sees what I've just done to his Moira. So from 30 yards, he starts his charge, and his charge arcs around something that's kind of between me and him, and he is totally coming right for me, and I just wait. And then just before he hits me, I blink through him. And they just walk away. <laughs> You're not even worth my time. That's right. No, don't wave. Like, don't don't teabag. Don't be a dick about it. Don't be a dick about it. But <laughs> I'm done with your I'm bullshit. just leaving. Yeah. Was pretty- oh, yeah. You bore me. And speaking of Reinhardt's, I had a good one last night where I think it was on Nepal. Um, I'm The Reinhardt is almost to the point. He's almost at the point. And I land a clip into him, and he walks back towards a large health pack towards his spawn. And I keep on landing a clip into him. And then I blink away from him, kind of between his spawn and him, and he begins his charge. So he's charging at me, I land another clip into him, I blink backwards and to the side, he goes past me, I keep on shooting at him, blink up to him, he's walking up the gangplank into his spawn, I stick him with the pulse bomb. <laughs> he turns around and the pulse bomb goes up, so he was running for me the entire time. <laughs> And he finally hit home base and exploded. It was really nice. <laughs> I made it. I made it. I made it. Boom. Boom. Done. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'm still enjoying Overwatch, I'm afraid. That's not going to change, is it? I can't. Well, I mean, we'll see what Sekiro can do. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Well, so, for the listeners, right now, baby. That's true. Yeah, yeah I'm not buying it. <clears throat> um, so before we get to headlines, I would like to talk about the Video Game Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. The Video Game Hall of Fame is an actual place in New York that I have not been to, but I would like to go to at some point. It's the Strong National Museum of Play. Hmm. And every year they nominate 12 games to go into the Internet Hall of Fame, or the Video Game Hall of Fame. Now, before I get to the nominees for this year, I'm going to recite the games that are currently in the Video Game Hall of Fame. Well, how, many get, would, how many get in per year? Uh, I think five get in okay. per year. Okay. Um, so this is what's already in, and I want your, your just general, like, one-word opinion of yay, nay, or what the fuck. Okay. Um, so, in alphabetic order, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Yay. Doom. Yay. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII. Yay. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto Three. Yay. So there's a theme so far. It's it's games that are like pioneering in their particular genre. Correct. Halo Combat Evolved. Yay. Eh. Yeah. No. The, I'm, I'm a little iffy on that one. That one is... Okay, I understand why it is the the resurgence of the console first-person shooter. Yeah, that's, and that's it also... A, the multiplayer Firestorm it started. This Well, yes. yeah, the, the, the split-screen multiplayer. Yeah. Yes, it was... It was. It kind of... It redefined what multiplayer shooting was. It really yeah. was. It really was fucking video game combat evolved at the time. Additionally, yeah. the NPC AI, the ME AI in Halo was revolutionary. That's, that is true. That's, that is true. Um, all right, John Madden football for the Genesis, the first Madden football. I get it. I understand. I guess... But it, what is the joke that Tecmo Bowl is better? No, mm-hmm. no. Uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Oregon Trail. Yeah. Okay. Pac-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon Red and Green. Eh. Yeah. Why, why not no. Blue and Red? I don't because Red and Green were first. Yeah. Yeah. You you they get they have a lot of the initial mm-hmm. games in a series here. Okay. Uh, Pong. Yeah. The Sims. Yes. Yeah, no, no, it's, Sims was yeah. huge. It, well, I mean, that was more of a cultural kind of phenomenon. Well, like, it was why, a dollhouse for everybody. And that's why it pisses me off that some of these nominees are actually legitimate because of that, because of their yeah. cultural significance, not because yep. of how good they are. Well, yep. that cultural significance, like, uh, good games try to imitate those games. That's true. God, what Sims was like, so huge. What I don't like, though, is... Uh, video games are in uh, video game production. Video game design is an iterative process. Yeah. Um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is objectively an infinitely better game yes. than Grand Theft Auto Three. Absolutely true. But Three started it. Three was the first one to prove that the three D open world true. really can work. Yes, but that's not to say that it. Now you put the two in front of me. I'm gonna to want to play San Andreas, not three. Well, yeah, but <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Three created the world San Andreas could be in. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, and I, I guess yeah. I mean, but but that, you don't but get the chicken before the egg. But mm. yeah, no. I, I guess that 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 kind of holds the whole cultural significance thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh-huh. Space Invaders. Yeah. Uh-huh. Space War. Yeah, it's the first video game ever. Okay. Street Fighter 2, yeah. reinvigorated the arcades in its time, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Super Mario Brothers, okay, yeah. first pack-in, yeah, that's fine. Tetris, yeah. yeah. Tomb Raider, meh. 
No, Tomb Raider yeah. was Tomb Raider was yeah. the precursor to almost every modern action game. Adventure game, yeah. yeah. And then World of Warcraft. I honestly think World of Warcraft should not be in, but Ultima Online should. Yes. I agree with that. Yep. In my opinion. If you're gonna put big MMOs in there, then Ultima Online did it one first. That, yeah, you gotta have the one yeah. that yeah. So that's what's already in. And there's a glaring omission in here, which we'll get to in a second. So what is nominated for this year... Not a single survival horror game, but go on. Uh, that's true. Resident Evil 1 should be part of this. Or oh, if you're being um, really uh, irritating, Alone in the Dark. <laughs> God. Oh, I mean, come God. on. It, it is a homunculus. Phantasmagoria. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I played Phantasmagoria. I never did. I was, oh, I was scared, too. Was that the VM... FMV one? Yes. Yeah, with the super gory death scenes and that really awful rape scene. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. So this is what's nominated for this year. There are 12 nominated for this year. And I believe five will make it in. Candy Crush. Culturally significant. Culturally significant. Sadly. But that yes. over Angry Birds? Oh, good that point. is a good point. That's a good point. Who's got the movie, guys? I'm the <sighs> That movie was so bad. I bet. <laughs> Emoji's got a movie. I hear there's like a 20-minute long piss joke. At least. My son watched it. He's 12. He loved it. So. Oh, good. There you go. Centipede. There's your old arcade game. Centipede's oh. fun. With the, as long as, see, Centipede really requires an old trackball controller. I did it on mouse and keyboard. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just up-down left, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Colossal Cave Adventure. I don't know what that is. I don't know what the fuck that is yeah, either. Yeah, what, what, what the hell let's is Google that? Action. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what Colossal Cave Adventure is. If it's something that should be Pitfall, I'm going to be pissed. The very first roguelike. Well, if you're going to do that, you have to do uh, Dwarf it's Fortress. A, it's a text adventure game developed in 1975 to 1977 uh, for the PDP-10 mainframe. The game was expanded upon mm, in 77. So yeah, there. See, Alex has got it right. That should be Zork. If you're going to put a text adventure game in there, it should be Zork. Okay, well, let, wait, let's see if Zork came out after though. Ooh, I bet. Yeah, maybe. Seventy. Uh, it uh, was written up until 1979. Okay, oh, Zork is after that. Zork exactly. is definitely uh, after that. It was written between 77 and 79. So, Colossal Cave Adventure opened the door for Zork. For Zork, yeah. And therefore, it deserves to be more famous than the more famous game. But Zork. Well, it's, it's, the not one like, it's not like they put in, like, head. Colossal Cave Adventure 3. No. No, they put the first one in. Yeah. Okay. But Zorkhead, you are likely to be eaten by a Gru. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dance Dance Revolution? Fair enough. Yeah. Half-Life. I played the hell out of that. Half-Life. Half-Life. I totally agree What do you mean, man? I totally okay, agree yeah. Half-Life. Half-Life should be in there. Out of all of these listed, Half-Life is my pick. Yes. Yeah. Because... Half-Life should be in there before Halo. Yes. Good point. Yeah. Yes. Be- because because you know, it, it, it pioneered more, visual storytelling. It did more to redefine what was possible in video games than any other game on this list. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, out of all these, Half-Life is my pick. Um, Microsoft Windows Solitaire. Nah. Yeah, that's that's here, a joke, but it's a good one. Here's the problem, though. What, Everybody plays it. What do you consider a gamer? If a gamer is someone who plays video games, yeah. more or people have video played book. Windows Solitaire than literally any video game in the world, period. Yeah. Because it's yep. preloaded on everyone. But go on. Yep. Uh, Mortal Kombat? No. Street Fighter 2 is in there. Street Fighter 2 did more than Mortal Kombat did. Agreed. Mortal Kombat may have been responsible for the ESRB, but as a fighting game, Street Fighter 2 is is more important and better. Yes. Oh, but and, the music. and you couldn't say that Mortal Kombat really added anything. All it did was Mm-mm. was be gory yeah. at a time when video games really were for kids. 
Yeah, well, that it, it kicked off the 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 capsule, the digital capture of live action characters, with, which let's be honest, has aged terribly. Yes, so. but at the, at the time, it was wow. Yeah, Mist. Um, I sure. think Mist isn't a bad isn't a bad pick. Sure, no, it's not. It's not. Uh, was, it's, and, it wasn't the first point and click, but. No, no, but it was one that again made everybody. No, but it was one that again. It's 2K. Okay. And I understand this, but I would have picked NFL 2K over NBA 2K. And I kind of put this in an email. It's because the, the early 2K games were the first games to really portray sports in a television broadcast format. But did NFL 2K do that before NBA? I don't know, but that's either. the problem. NFL 2K was better. NFL 2K1 is still the only sports game I've ever purchased on purpose and enjoyed. Hmm. I liked NFL 2K1 because it was not that complicated, and it looked like I was watching a football game. Now, I think this next one actually is a strong... Now, I think this next uh, one Sid actually Meier's is Sid Meier's Civilization. Yes, 100%. Yep. I have not played it. I don't like them, but I, I understand their importance. I play the first one, but uh, yes, please. Yeah, I mean, again, if they put the first one and the most current one in front of you, would you play the first one ever? Oh, man, just no. looking at the square grids make me wretch. Yeah, yeah. I need I need octagons. Yeah. Um, hexagons, excuse me, hexes. Blah. Super Mario Kart. I'm uh, going to say no, it should be F-Zero. No. Is that a kart racer? Mario Kart F Zero no, no. F Zero okay F Zero didn't I mean I get where you're coming from where that there's something similar about it but Mario Kart uh, Mario Kart is the multiplayer again the split screen multiplayer yeah Mario Kart really transcended any boundaries that were kind of present in F Zero F Zero was a was a fucking it was, it was hard F Zero was hard it, it was hard but it, it was also like a it was it was a tech demo for what you could do with with the mode FX seven. chip yeah mode seven yeah with yeah. the mode seven chip and all that jazz. Yeah. And and Mario Kart was okay. Let's actually enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And finally, for the nominees, Super Smash Brothers Melee. And again, no, for the no. same reason, Mortal Kombat is no. We already have Street Fighter Two. We don't need any more fighting games in there. I don't and, think. And if we're going to have one between Mortal Kombat and Smash, I actually lean towards Mortal Kombat because yeah. it's indicative of gaming's progression towards more mature subject matter, even if its M for mature rating is, you know, yeah. not mature in a mature way. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, I mean, if we're going to include another fighting game, though, it should be Virtua Fighter. Because that's the um, first 3D Tekken. fighting no, no, game. Uh, no, no, Did um, Tekken, Was Tekken before Virtua no, Fighter? No, not Tekken. I'm thinking of the other one. Uh, not well, don't so, say Battle Leader to Battle Arena to Shinden. That's that what I was going to say. I don't that care that it sucked. sucked. I agree that it sucked, but I think it was before Street Fighter, wasn't it? Toshinden? You mean Virtua Fighter? No, I think, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Toshinden was before Virtua Fighter. No, because Virtua Fighter was out in the Saturn. There you it? go. Okay, then yeah, then Virtua Fighter deserves it. Yeah. And the th- what fucking bugs me is that we barely see any 3D fighters like that anymore, where there is actually a sidestep and it's important to know how to do it, you know? Oh, uh, well, Soul Calibur has that now. Yeah, but there's Soul Calibur and, and, and I think Tekken and that's... Or I didn't oh, DOA. DOA, DOA, DOA 6, yeah, yeah. But given that list of 12, my my absolute lock nominee is Half-Life. I can't believe that's not already in there. I'm going to go Half-Life, I'd say Mist, PDR. Civ, um, and the rest I don't care. I'd, I'd go Centipede and DDR on top of those. I will say. and I'm Keep probably... Candy Crush out of there, but that's me being arrogant and elitist. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> again, I think, I think Angry Birds had a bigger impact on mobile gaming. I think so, too. Yeah. 
But um, this could just be about how much money you made the company. Yeah, yeah, that is. I'm not sure that's a good reason to go into the Hall of Fame, but I I would I would agree that Angry Birds lost a lot more money than Candy Crush did. They invested pretty heavily at the end there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I am pleased that this exists though, because video games as a medium does a terrible job of recording its own history. Yeah. And celebrating itself. I mean, you got the, the, the game awards, which are okay. They're not but, even. Um, it's just a commercial. Sure, it's just yeah. a commercial. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I do like that there is some effort being made to record the, the history. And I, I like that these are all relatively old games. There's nothing terribly new on any of these lists and there shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. You don't get into the Hall of Fame until you pass retirement or dead. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And in you know, in in twenty years, will Red Dead Two be in the Hall of Fame if, if it still exists? Fuck no. Yeah, probably. No. I think. Well, maybe Red Dead One. Maybe Red I don't Dead know. One, not two. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Unless unless Red Dead Two spawns a genre of super good looking games with very rich worlds that you can't do much in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Red Dead Two better be the last of a venerable genre. Yeah. 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 But I thought that was interesting. And if I'm ever in New York, I will go to this place. Yeah, totally. I didn't even think it was a thing. I didn't. No, it's a, it's a physical place. Like I, I agree with that list, like 85. percent And for like a major organization like that, that's pretty good. That's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they were pre- pretty on the money. There's not a whole lot in there that even irritates me. I get why everything's in there, which is yep. more than I could say for the Oscars. This you know year. what? You know what should be in there already? Mm. Rogue. That's true. And I've never even played that fucking game, but I'm thankful it existed. Wait, mm-hmm. Rogue? You mean? Um... Yeah, it was just called Rogue. Just called Rogue. It was just called Rogue. It was a, it was it was like Dwarf Fortress, where it was like ASCII art, like you. It was like everything was described to you, I think. But every every game every game was different. See, I'm thinking of NetHack, which came, I believe, after that. Mm, but that was NetHack a... was the next step in the roguelike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the thing is, they're all roguelikes because they're all like Rogue. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. I've never even fucking played Rogue, but I'm sure glad that Rogue happened. I've never played Dwarf Fortress either, but that should probably be in there. No, but eventually. it's on. It's, didn't I see that it was coming to Steam? It Rogue? did, and like they have some graphics mods in it for people that can't stand looking at letters for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I will go there. The Strong National Museum of Play. I'll go there eventually. Cool. I do want to go back to New York. I have never been to New York. I, I could if I could go to New York and not go to New York, New York, I'd be fine with that. I don't know. Don't go I, to New York, New York in the winter. Well, because I want to see Cooperstown. I wouldn't see. I'd like. I would like to see the ba- the Baseball Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. and then I would like to see this. But I don't think they're anywhere close to each other. I would go to a taping of Stephen Colbert. Yes. Yeah. You have to go to New York then, like New York, New York. I thought you were talking about New York. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. I'm talking about, about New York State, not New no. York City. No, I'm talking about like. The, the the world famous city that's in like every fucking movie. No, and a lot of a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I'm talking about New York State. Thank you very much. <laughs> New York City is one of the biggest emissaries of your country. I know. I don't want to go there. I want to I have go there. No desire to ever be there. Oh yeah. So this museum is out in Rochester, which is way mm. far yeah, away. Yeah, that's. Uh... That's out near Niagara Falls and Buffalo. Yeah, that's the birthplace of Mormonism. Uh, Rochester is? Yeah, it is. Hmm, okay. That's where Joseph Smith's from. He got run out of there in a rail. <laughs> so uh, does that mean it's time for headlines? Absolutely. Headlines! <clears throat> in movie news, 
James Gunn is back to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, and holy shit, really news of the week. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just damn. really happy about that. Like, I'm not even mad about the Fox Disney merger anymore. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah. What's really cool is he's still going to do Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad 2 before yeah. he gets back to Guardians 3. Ooh. So he gets paid. James Gunn gets paid. Uh, in Overwatch news, new hero Baptiste and the sweeping balance changes that accompany him are now live on all platforms. Um, <clears throat> Video Game Hall of Fame, we already did it. Gabe Newell, the guy who owns Valve or runs Valve or whatever, actually he does not run Valve. Actually teased Half-Life Nobody 3 this runs week. Valve. <laughs> Uh, a fan sent an email directly to Gabe asking if they would get to play, saying, I'm 32 years old, I just wanted to get know if I would get to play Half-Life Part 3 before I die. And Gabe responded, just don't die in the next five years or so, with a smiley that's, face. That's bullshit. Ugh. It's bullshit. I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah, I feel like we've heard this shit from you before, Valve. As I recall, uh, episodic structure was going to get us Half-Life 3 faster. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Bioware announced this week that they were, quote, very disappointed in Anthem's launch issues, but they note, quote, as we move through this most difficult, uh, period of launching a new game IP, we are also working on the things that will really show what Anthem is capable of. And now's the time, I guess? What the fuck? <laughs> like, at, like, when the game launched would have like been a good time. Sounds like it launched too damn fast. And it really does. Sounds like it could have yeah. used another year or so. At least yeah. a year. With a massive internal testing department. Like, good God. Like, it, it fell on its face from the word go. It did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even from the fucking betas that they were having. Oh, yeah. Nobody Every, liked the betas at yeah, all. And then nothing like, changed when it came out. Yeah. Uh, Google announces Stadia. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should not so openly <laughs> laugh at that. Yes, but it, it is to laugh. And it, I, it was being hyped up on every like gaming site that I read all week that Google is doing something at GDC. Google's going to show off the future of gaming at GDC. Get excited about uh -huh. what Google's doing at GDC. What's Google doing at GDC? It's Sony's, uh, what, what the fuck is Sony's streaming? Play, thing? play, still now? Sony, no, no, play, I don't know. Yeah, like PlayStation Now or something like that. It's yeah, Sony, yeah, it's that's so, what it is. Yeah. It's just like Sony's fucking thing where the game is running on a server somewhere and you're streaming that visual like Netflix and what you put into the controller has to stream through your, your, your console to their server so that it can interact with the game and then you get that beam back to you that you actually hit that button. What the fuck? So right. that, this is Google's plan that they mm -hmm. have bigger, beefier servers than anyone. Therefore, they can put together, what is it, a 10 terabyte machine or something like that? It's some ridiculously powerful machine. It's, it's twice as powerful yeah. as, a, as a PS4 Pro. Yeah. Or a PS4, a base level PS4 at least. It's like 10 where they're the PS4 is four. It's it's like just past the Xbox One X. Yes, and, but not by much. Yeah. Yeah, and so technically it's a little bit more powerful, and so technically it can run shit that other shit can't do. But it's still streaming the game, and so that's were... not for action games, man. That's not no. for a first-person shooter. That's not for a fighting game. That's not for any action game like Devil May Cry, where you really need to get frame-specific inputs. Mm -hmm. Like anyway, they were talking about being able to stream. 60K, or 4K 60 frames per yeah. second. Now, uh, here's the okay. thing. I can't stream a movie at 4K right now. That's Netflix right. does some weird voodoo bullshit that's not really 4K. That's why I buy my 4K DVDs in physical format, because that's actually 4K. Whereas you stream it through Netflix, it's not. It, they're mm -hmm. cheating. It doesn't look as good. And they're saying that they can stream 4K 60 frames per second and have you play it? 
Not only that, but I believe that Google can definitely set up a stream within their offices that runs at 4K. Oh, yeah. Is my internet service provider going to let me fucking do that? No. Like, actually no. give me that bandwidth? God, help Fuck you no. give data caps. Exactly. Oh, my God. And most yeah. of America does. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. Comcast killed this thing in the cradle. Yeah. Unless we're all getting Google Fiber, which I would get if it was available in my We were area. going to. They pulled out. I would get uh. Google Fiber if I could. Yeah, so uh, there was a lot of hype, and then it was just like a... We promise well, this will be cool one day. The <laughs> and then it got to the end of the show when they're like, oh, wait, we just sobered up. Oh, God, what the hell are we talking about? The the only interesting thing I saw was that the, the, the Stadia controller is actually a Wi-Fi device. So it's not like it's talking to the box. It gets its own IP address and is therefore talking directly to the servers to try to alleviate some. But you're still dealing with hitting a button, having it go through the tubes yeah. to their servers, coming back from the tubes... And even if you have a tremendous ping, you're still going to feel it. That's right. Until we have quantum entanglement internet, which will not happen in our lifetimes, nope. this is not going to be feasible. At least in a country as large and poorly laid out as the United States. Mm-hmm. Maybe Japan, but our internet infrastructure sucks. Totally our bridges suck. Our internet sucks, too. Yes. Or Taiwan, maybe it'll work. Small Definitely countries. North South Korea. But, yes, absolutely. But this is what Google is good at. Google are good at servers. They're good at their own infrastructure. Um, I can totally understand that this is how they would perceive to be the right way to go. It's not, but I get it. Yeah, I, I'm i not concerned. I will not be purchasing one of these boxes. I will buy my new old-fashioned consoles in a year or so mm-hmm. from Sony and Microsoft. And I'll be keep playing, on games on be, discs or yeah, downloading I'll them be, off PSN. Yeah, yeah, I'll be happy with that. Thank you very much. That's what should go in the video game Hall of Fame is Steam. Digital game sales, who knew? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Castle Crashers Remastered is coming to Switch and PS4 this summer. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I you know what? That. I, it was fun. I think it was just okay. I think I played it a little and I was like... Uh, it's not bad. I don't know why everyone was hyping it as like that one game you got to get on Xbox. It was it's good co-op. The boy and I played through the whole thing together. It was fun. Um, I'm just going to hop right down to this Microsoft one because I don't care about it. A new report has Microsoft's diskless Xbox One launching in May with Minecraft, Forza Horizon 3, not 4, and Sea of Thieves preloaded. Uh, apparently Forza Horizon 4 is still selling well enough on its own. I don't want to give it away. <laughs> okay, so they're still trying to make Sea of Thieves happen. Yeah. The sea of There's Thieves, an expansion coming out at the, some point. Sea of Thieves is still doing very well in the streamer space, which means it's still doing very well in the mindshare space of gamers. Mm-hmm. People people want to see it. People want to talk about it. There's a community there. Okay. Uh, System Shock 3 was teased this week with a total nothing little trailer. Yeah. And then this week, the people who are doing the System Shock remake put out 30 minutes of gameplay. Yeah. Um, and then I started watching that. Did anyone else start watching that? I didn't. No, but I've seen other stuff and it's really not. It's really not. It's no. it's just there. Like it's uh, it doesn't look like something you would want to play period. Don't like that. No. But I was it the was it the remake or the trailer for the System Shock 3 that had the grid inventory? Was that System Shock? Oh, uh, the System Shock was grid inventory. That might have been the the remake. That's yeah. got to be the remake cuz all you saw from uh System Talk 3 was just th- 30 seconds of... Shodan being like... Shodan, yeah. I'm going to yeah. get your meat back. <laughs> Hacker. Uh, okay. Hey, pretty mama. Want to kill all humans? I <laughs> tried to play System Shock 2 on multiple occasions. 
That game did not age well. No, no and frankly, neither did Bioshock. <laughs> but I well, watched like t- almost 20 minutes of something that does look really good. Oh, yeah? And that's okay. called Void Bastards. Void Bastards. I look, saw that. Like I was paging through. Up. I was paging through my new game informer, and I saw something on Void, Bla- Void oh, Bastards. Oh man, it looks good. It's a, it's kind of in the same vein as Borderlands. It's a loot shooter. The, the no, 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 it's it's way more of like a roguelike uh, oh, Bioshock. Oh. The, oh. the the developer's name is called Blue Manchu. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go on. Yeah, no, like it's it's like. Art, art direction's hard to describe. It's it's very comic booky. Like all characters are two dimensional, yeah, but it's cel shaded. So well, not cel cel shaded. It it's like two dimensional objects floating in space, like That's Doom. Neat. Weird. Yeah, okay. but it looks so good that you just you know. Oh, care. I get it. Yeah, and it it looks like a comic book, but like it, it it's its own thing. It looks mm. like a comic book I would read. I do it's, like this a lot. Yeah. It's it's like uh, it's set up as a uh, FTL, like you're trying to jump through different like derelict spaceships, and each is its own little randomly generated uh, oh Bioshock level. But but what you actually are is the backpack. Yeah. Oh my god! The this back- looks like a lot of fun. It really does. Mm-hmm. What you know what the problem with this is is I want to play it on Switch, but if I got it on Switch, I wouldn't be able to play with those fucking D pads. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. No, I like. We need this. to invest in a like the twenty door. minutes I watched was really stealth based and looked like a lot of fun. No, this looks like, super. cool. There were some enemies you could kill, and there's some enemies you gotta run the fuck away from. No, it looks really cool. And lock them in rooms to get to the the place you need to go. And you only went to like two different uh, uh, ships, and they were really different from each other. And I know it was like set up to make it look as good as possible, but man, this looks good. Uh, coming 2019. Yeah, I want it. Blue Manchu on PS4. Oh, good. Okay, then, I'll, then I will yeah. play it. Alex, I think this might be the first time you ever pointed me at a game, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy that. Ooh, Good. and Xbox. Oh, there you go. So one day we can all play this and then come together and disagree on it. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's the glue that holds us together. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we all agreed that Spider-Man was the best game we played last yeah, year. Yeah, we, we did. did. That was neat. We did. Like, it, that was the planets aligning once every uh, Pretty much, four years. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that one game that was just really fun? That was fun, wasn't it? But wasn't that just a really bad year? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Nah, it was No, we, it had, was a fine we, we had a fine Assassin's Creed. We had, oh, right, yeah, God of War. We had yep, fucking, yep. Um, God, yeah, God of War. There was something else earlier in the year before God of War that was also really good. We had Red Dead Redemption 2 last year. That's true. Yeah, like, It was, was all so backloaded. Year. The whole year felt worse than it was. Yeah. Um... The final episode of Telltale's The Walking Dead launches on March 26th. It's nice it got to finish. Mm-hmm. Now that it's done, I will finally play it. I I'll actually will need to replay the first episode because it's been so long. I'm going to have I'll, you spoil the end of Clem's story for me. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, once it's out, I will mainline those in like four days, and we'll just we'll just have a spoiler cast. And finally, definitely the best news of the week: Nintendo had an indie uh, kind of presentation this week on YouTube. Cuphead. Cuphead, Cuphead is coming to Switch April eighteenth. Wasn't ah. that the whole point of them working together? They were going to get Cuphead. I, I don't. This is the first. It hadn't been teased prior to this. No, I mean, it hadn't. It had That's not a even been. No, it hadn't even been suggested. And the only thing that was that that even kind of suggested that Microsoft would ever let one of their indies go was the fact that Mark of the Ninja came to Switch and PS4 this year. 
And that seemed to just be a result of their deal with Clay expiring so that Clay could go publish it elsewhere. This is a Microsoft-funded... Microsoft mm-hmm. funded the production of Cuphead. They funded all everything to do with it. They published it themselves, and they're putting it on Switch. But the, my point is, like, it's the most like Nintendo-friendly thing they've ever made. And if they're going to uh, get an audience for it, no, I think Sea of Thieves Ori. is probably. Oh yeah, Ori too. Ori yeah. should be on Switch. Is Ori not? No, Ori no, is no. a Microsoft and PC exclusive. Yeah. Okay, well, it's weird that that's not coming first. So, and, and in the direct, the two people, like these two, you know, uh, fake cheerful people telling you about all the indies, they stopped like in the middle of it and turned right to the cameras like, and thank you so much, Microsoft, for doing this with us. Like, you knew that it was written into a contract there, that you, they had to thank Microsoft for doing this. Yeah. Like, yeah. someone at Nintendo was like, be super cool about it. Um, <laughs> so that's amazing. I really, I kind of enjoyed Cuphead from what I played on PC, but no, definitely definitely getting that problem is on the same day april 18th next month katana zero officially yeah, announced for switch yeah I'm, i may have to pick that one up that looks pretty good i am day one in katana zero and frankly i'm not going to day one cuphead because i'm day one in katana zero and then yeah. once i'm done with katana zero i'll ch- check out cuphead um <clears throat> overland uh cool kind of a top-down squad-based uh post-apocalyptic strategy game that's coming this fall that looks cool my friend pedro which has been in development for like five years. It's a 2D side-scrolling balletic kind of John Woo shooter that's just ridiculous. Like just hmm. silly and ridiculous. You're okay. killing all these people because a talking banana told you to. Um, yeah, so it's, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to totally gonna check that out. Darkwood. Alex played Darkwood, as I recall. Remember that Darkwood, Alex? Yeah, that, that had really good atmosphere. And exactly. really frustrating, boring perspective. Yes. Uh. So I'm not actually going to get it. But it's coming. Uh, did you guys, either of you guys watch the trailer for Rad? Double Fine? No. Thing? Okay. So, do you remember Death Spank? Yeah. Yes, I remember Death Spank. That was good. I liked yeah, Death Spank. Okay. Imagine if Death Spank was zoomed in a bit more, and the character was very, very clearly defined. You could see all the details on him. And then as you roam the world, and the world, and this world is not like a fantasy world, it's the post-apocalypse. And as you wander, you pick up mutations, and those immediately become apparent on your character. So your head is now a skull. You have bat wings. One of your arms is a chainsaw. And and uh, your character just keeps on getting weirder and weirder as you go on. I think it's kind of roguelike-ish. Uh, but the immediate impression I got from it was Death Spank, just running around, beating the shit out of shit, getting stronger. So kind of like a combination between Nuclear Throne and Death Spank is what it looked like to me. That sounds like, depending on how the level of rogue-like rogue-like ness, something I would really yeah. dig. Is it is it Switch yeah. exclusive? Uh, I doubt it. No, in fact, I'm pr- almost positive it's all three consoles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Nuclear Throne, Nuclear Throne is now available along with a bunch of other stuff from Blamblier, but Nuclear Throne's the good one. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Cadence of Hyrule: Crypt of the Necrodancer. They That's gave the Zelda license yeah. to the indie company that made Necrodancer. That's pretty weird. And said, make a Zelda game with Necrodancer. And I forget who did the pixels. I think it was part of the team from Sonic Mania that created the pixel art for this. The pixel art for this looks beautiful. It looks really nice. Did, did you play Crypt of the Necrodancer? I really quite enjoyed Crypt of the Necro- Necrodancer. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Never... I never talked about this, but I bought it on sale once. Mm-hmm. I hated it. I, I bet hated you did. It. Did you get past I the first level? Did you, so ever get no. into, did you ever get into the groove? 
No. If you never got into the groove, well, of course you're not going to like it. But once you get, I in couldn't the groove, find the groove. No, the groove is there. I can feel it right the, now. I am the I widest guy I know. I have no groove. I could not get into it. Okay, the, the fade out music for the podcast today is going to be a Necrodancer song that I'm going to send oh, you. Oh, it's such a good soundtrack. Uh, amazing, that's fine. I, I will grant soundtrack. you that request, but I, I, I could not find the groove. <laughs> no, it, it was quite good, but I definitely couldn't beat it. I think I got up to like the fourth boss or something. It was really I'm watching. I'm watching the rad trailer. I, I think I need this. Far. Right? That doesn't look wow. bad. Wow, that looks pretty cool. <laughs> right? And I worry because it's double fine, basically. Like double uh, fine, yeah. always have these beautiful ideas that you like, and then you actually they play the game, and it's like really. it's okay. It's okay. I never played Headlander. And neither did I, because it was, no, it was just anyone did. it was past the point where <laughs> it was past the point where Double Fine had the cachet. Now Double Fine is like you want to like them, but you don't want to. It's like my Overwatch videos. You like me, but you're not going to watch my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That being that. said, Psychonauts Two looks like everything I need it to be. Yeah, we'll see. Which is a lot. I never played the first one. It's so good. The first one was really good. So good. But a big part of that was the world design, the character design, the acting, the writing, just like any Double Fine game. I mean, I'm down for that. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> the actual story of uh, Rhombus of Ruin was really good. I didn't even look at it. I, I just watched the uh, Let's Play of it. Like, the, there's some really good lore in there. Was that the VR one? Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, oh yeah, but I, it needs the, the fucking waggle sticks on PlayStation, yeah, so I can't play it. Uh, I am so happy about Katana Zero. Like, I knew it was coming to Switch just because uh, on Twitter. It's a good fit, yeah. On Twitter, no, every response to it was, why, when is this coming to Switch? And Devolver mm. pays attention to that shit. Uh, Devolver's publishing. And uh, so I was almost positive it was coming to Switch, but it pissed me off that we didn't have a release date. It pissed me off that we didn't have that console announcement. And, yeah, they were just waiting for the Nintendo Direct to announce it. Hmm. I'm so happy. About a month. Actually, less than a month now. That's not too bad. You might be done with Sekiro by then. I, if I you actually almost, finish Sekiro. I will be a little surprised if I don't finish Sekiro. And my, my brother will be a little surprised if I'm not playing Overwatch within this weekend. Because really, this weekend is when we have to do our comp placements. We always, we always try to do our comp placements together. And this weekend is prime time. Mm. It's, See, I, saw, I saw one little bit on Sekiro... And it said that that if you were frustrated by Dark Souls, this will not change your mind. Apparently. No, yeah, it, it it might actually be worse because there's no <laughs> there's no help. <laughs> there's no you can't go out and, and grab a multiplayer person, someone else. You can't go out and grab a ghost or a spirit or whatever to that's, help you with the boss. That's for it's the best. just you. But at the same time, thus these bosses are balanced with that expectation. And I'm I'm kind of excited about that because the Souls bosses were balanced for the expectation that you could have co-op or AI partners in them, and I never use them, so yeah. <laughs> I'll be okay. Now, the Bloodstar Beast was easier without the other guy. That's right. Hmm. Like he would always die too soon, and like then you're left with like the like a super powered like dude vomiting poison everywhere, and you're just screwed. Now, did the bosses in Bloodborne or the Dark Souls games? scale in any way when a second player was added? Yep. No. Did they? Oh, yeah. They got more health. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. They got, like, uh, at least a quarter more health. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That act- I mean, that makes sense. It does. But a lot of the times, just keeping them busy was all you needed. That's right. <laughs> just run. Like, to the point what? where you didn't run. even notice they had a lot more health. 
No, I remember fighting a dragon. I remember helping someone fight a dragon once, and just all we would do was just trade aggro, and it was fine. Yep. It was fine. He hit me. I'd run away, you know, try to heal up. Then the other guy would get his attention while I healed. Then I'd go hit him and get his attention. The other guy heals. It was easy as pie. And it was a hard fucking fight, but having another person just made it a non-issue. Yeah. The AI wasn't quite up to the challenge, apparently. No. no. I'm still not buying Sekiro. You're not going to convince I'm me. I'm so fucking That's hyped fine. for Sekiro. No, oh, too God. Good. 11 o'clock. Oh, my God. You can gush about it all you like I think next week. Now that we've got... Uh, hang on. I don't know if that clock is right or not. Which clock is right? It says that Steam says two hours. Uh, one hour, 45 minutes, according to my watch. Yeah. That would make sense. It is 8.15 Wait, Central no, Standard Time. No, no, time. no, no. It's supposed to be 11 p.m. It's supposed to be 11 p.m., so two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. You don't have to work tomorrow. What's well, 11 p.m. for me, it looks like. It's probably it's 11 p.m. rolling in your time zone, probably. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's you, you will actually get to play it an hour before Chance does. Yeah, I will. So, so do I just need to tell my PS4 that I live on the, the West Coast or the East yes, Coast? I, no, I think it knows by your hey, they know address. from um, I, ISPs. Damn yeah. it. Yeah, it, you, it it can tell. I'm, it can. Tell. I'm actually in Europe right now. It's tomorrow. <laughs> it's already tomorrow. I'm already frustrated. You you are already dead. <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking hyped, man. Like I just I'm just thinking about the first time I walked through uh, I walked through the clinic, Osifika's clinic in Bloodborne, and you open the doors and you see the city. Oh, I can't wait to have that again, man. It's gonna be fucking awesome. I get to see. A Devil May Cry that's like three times the size of a Devil May Cry. A Devil May Cry that's a Metroidvania. Oh my god, yes. It's going to be good. So good. Oh, you're a ninja with a flamethrower and a grappling hook. Oh yeah, they didn't didn't release it earlier to reviewers, did they? They, There's some. uh, Polygons is up. There are some people got early copies. Polygons. I've seen some streaming happen. You're right. A lot of them are just like impressions. Yeah. See, now here's the problem. As I don't trust Polygon for shit, but let's just scroll down and see what number they give it. There is not a number. There is mm, not a number okay. anywhere not on out this yet. review. The, Polygon the review embargo has not been lifted. Polygon recommends is a way of endorsing our favorite games. When we award a game the Polygon recommends badge, it's because we believe the title is uniquely thought-provoking, entertaining, inventive, or fun, and worth fitting into your schedule. If you want to see the very best of the best for your platforms of choice. Check out Polygon Essentials. Oh, wait a minute. Are you, so are you saying this is recommended but not essential? Uh, uh, this is weird. Uh, this, this Essentials thing is... I don't, know what, I don't know what it's trying to tell me. It's a bunch of... Well, it seemed really positive from what I read. It did. Oh, wait. No, so Polygon Essential. Why are we fucking giving Polygon? Don't read Polygon. Wait for Eurogamer's review. <laughs> Eurogamer is really good. They are excellent. Them and Rock Paper Shotgun are probably my favorite. I could agree with that. Yeah, yeah I do. But I do check out Destructoid just for like I feel like reading a Destructoid review is asking you guys what you would think about a game. That's kind yeah. of how I feel about it. Is what a real person thinks is a Destructoid review. I've long ago have stopped caring what Yahtzee thinks. I don't. I didn't ever care. Yahtzee's. Funny. Yeah. You don't watch no. him for his opinion. You watch it because it's amusing. Yeah, it's not a review. In fact, I can't remember the no. last time I watched a video. When, when yeah. yeah, I actually haven't for a long time yeah. because his shtick is like one note. Yeah, you get it instantly. Like he, he takes, he says something, and he says, which is like, and then what it's like Ribald is, is disgusting. Yeah. Absolutely mm-hmm. disgusting. Um, and, but, that, and that's, but it's funny. But 
after the first 50 times he's done it, you're waiting for yep. it to happen. And it's like, ah, oh, yes, that was disgusting, Yancy. But it doesn't make you laugh anymore. So are I you from, like, uh, what's it? Honest reviews switching up enough to be funny. Honest trailers. Yeah, no, I, I've never had a problem eh. with honest trailers. I like them. Yeah. And Z Frank. I still like Z Frank, although he's, he's definitely put, phoning it in the last couple of ones. Yeah, but they put effort into their writing. They, they, they know how to switch it up. And I love that. I love how that dude was the XCOM, um, uh, incognito guy. Was he? Yeah, it's him. That's awesome. Yeah. Chamberlain, you were going to say? So are you, are you familiar with the Polygon Twitter handle? No, but it sounds like racist. A, well, no, it, it's, it's Polygon News. It's kind of a, um, fake, you know, fake video game news. Uh-huh. So this leads up to something. Quantic, this is a real headline. Quantic Dreams titles, including Detroit Beyond, Beyond Human, Two Souls, and Heavy Rain are coming to PC via the Epic Store. Uh-huh. And so the tweet by Polygon News is, Valve strikes back strongly at Epic's announcements. Pays Quantic Dream to keep their games off Steam for two years. <laughs> <laughs> but sadly, they did get some coups. Who Namely, uh, the Outer Worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah Val- Outer Worlds is Valve, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, well, I'm going to have to play that. They got me there. Yeah. Like there's Spy on console, then. No. <laughs> and not see it in, and not wow! See it, and not see it in wow. 60 FPS if I have the choice. You could just taste that. the disgust in his voice, couldn't you? Console. Like if I have to play something at 30 frames, that's fine. I'll get it, over it. But if, if you, I have the opportunity, speak, I will play it at 60 frames on my of, Xbox One X. It'll be fine. Speaking of, Digital Foundry has broken down Sekiro already. Oh, I'm uh, sure IGN yeah. gave it a 95. Oh, cool. Yeah. Although in the I guarantee you that the Digital Foundry breakdown will be what they always are. Best yeah, on Xbox gaming, One X, just trying to PS4 Pro. Um, this gave it a 90. Well, what, what, what kind of amazed me was that it uh, it never drops below 30, but it never makes 60. And it's usually like mid, mid-30s, mid low 40s in terms of frame rate. Yeah. yeah. That means they're probably just turning extra things on on the higher-end consoles and keeping the frame rate lower or something like that. Ooh. But that's okay. But yeah, not quite 60. That's too bad. There is no PC release for that, is there? Sekiro's console only for now? No. At least for now. Isn't it on PC? I don't know. Uh, what? Sekiro. Sekiro. Yeah, that's what I'm going to play, man. Oh, so Alex will have the 60. Yeah, it's on I, I, I remember saying I would finish downloading it off of Steam. Oh, no, oh. I remember you saying you were going to finish downloading it. I don't remember Steam. Oh, I guess maybe I didn't mention it. I, no, no, I got it on Steam. I can't imagine playing it without a DualShock. That's what I'm doing. And a PS4. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to come. I'm, I'm, I'll admit, I'm kind of. I'm, I mean, I'm kind of tepid about the whole. Like, I, I kind of think like you're going to have your katana through the whole game, and that's the weapon you're going to use the whole game. And after all the Souls games, where really your combat style was defined by switching your weapon up, and yeah. and the fact that there's no customization like that. Really throws me, but apparently the skill tree is the things that the skill tree gives you are so significant that you don't mind. That and I think your prosthetic arm has a lot of stuff. It does. Like I just watched one video and I saw—I don't want to spoil it—but I saw like three or four things. Yes. That it can do. Yeah. Honestly, just a bunch of cleverly hidden mini bosses will make me happy. And I'm really excited to play a Souls game where I have—I have a traversal option to get me up on rooftops and look around. Oh hell yeah! Like, just being able to basically jump. Yes, be nice. like this is going to be really interesting. Really interesting. 
uh, uh, from software game with stealth. Yes. Well, I mean, there's there's always been some. You could always do it, but it was never like a system. Really? No, it was like you're taking advantage. Like you're shooting arrows at an enemy, enemy that can't see you yet. Like it's no, you could sneak up on guys and backstab them. That's right, but like you couldn't like you know sneak. No, no. Wasn't wasn't Tenchu from software? Yes, the Tenchu game. Yes, the, the original I believe was from software. Yes, and and Fatal Shadow. That license has been lost. Yeah. I think. Uh who has it? Marvelous Games has it. I think. I think Marvelous has it. It's a huge Japanese company. They haven't done anything with mm. it. The last Tenchu game was a shitty, shitty Tenchu game on, oh, God, it was like two Nintendo consoles ago. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Originally developed by Japanese developer Acquire. Acquire was a dev? Oh. I always thought they were a publisher. I know From Developers. Software has done some. Acquire K2LLC from Software. Hmm. Acquire K two LLC from software, so it's all the same company. No, like there's there's comments in between, so I guess like three different companies. Oh yeah, Tenchu. Oh okay, they were involved. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, from from did the one that I like. I'm pretty sure. From did Wrath of Heaven. That would make sense. So. Anyway, <clears throat> now I'm I'm well, going to go play some Overwatch and patiently wait for Sekiro. Oh, so yes. I, I, I should release you two to watching your clocks until Sekiro unlocks. I have to watch that pop well, God Oh, no, I'll be killing Baptistes until then. I'm getting very good at it. <laughs> I'll be watching the download bar from Cast, swearing at the internet. <laughs> Just, I'll, or be not. Playing. Just or not. I'll be playing the last and worst part of Devil May Cry. That weird yeah, level. Yeah, that last, fight yeah. Did kind of, that last thing part did kind of suck. Uh, okay, what am I looking for? Crypt? Of the Necrodancer. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, I, I got a good one. Okay, which one do you suggest? Uh, Mausoleum Mash. Um, don't think I'm going to agree with that. Oh, okay. Uh, what are you going for? Um, it might be a boss fight, but it might just be one of the, I think, level two? Thing. The Conga? I'll find something great. Yeah. They're all great. I'm not, it's well, hard to pick a bad one from the soundtrack, but and yeah. and just for you, I will leave the entire track in there. Lovely. We won't get sued. Nobody knows who we are. That's true. Oh, I love. <laughs> I, I like Portobello Head. I'll find some good. Okay. All right. All right. Well, next week, Sekiro impressions. Oh yeah. By the boatload. Yeah. Chance, thank you for being here. Alex, thank you for talking. I'm going to see if my bird's still alive. Yes. Go check on the boy. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next